This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. For all the news and expert opinion, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Oh, my goodness, a little poison coming back from break. Coming to Commonwealth Stadium September 4th, along with my favorite band of all time, Def Leppard. Joan Jett going to be there. Motley Crue as well. That is going to be fun. I had a lot of fun on the links today. I've got to thank Caleb Jansen and Jamie Lamb, Mark Spector for having me out to the Rogers Jays Care Foundation Celebrity Golf Classic. Uh, played at the ranch, which is always is in spectacular condition. They got the uh, paved parking lot. They're always working on the holes to make them as uh, as awesome as possible. Greens are in great shape. Uh, got to golf with a really cool foursome. Three of them were air traffic controllers. So I, I learned more than I ever thought I would know about air traffic control, though it just barely scratched the surface. Uh, big thanks to Andrew, who has a three handicap. This guy is amazing. Or pardon me, uh, Steve, uh, Steve has the three handicap. It's Steve that has the three handicap. Uh, Andrew was out there as well, also a great golfer, perhaps the uh, best all-around athlete in uh, in the city of Edmonton. Uh, Jim was golfing as well, and his son, Eric, whose nickname is Fuzz or Fuzzy, and who's going to be playing in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League next season. These guys were uh, uh, a great foursome. For some reason, I was designated as the celebrity I, I think i may have contributed a couple usable shots but but they were all much more prolific golfers than i was but uh, i really appreciate everybody who had me out today at the ranch for the rogers jays care foundation celebrity golf classic and oh by the way i got to meet world series mvp pat borders now you may be asking yourself well wait a minute reed why is pat borders not on the show tonight pat borders had flight delays and uh, got to uh, the ranch after the tournament was about uh, a third of the way through on about one hour of sleep. And I believe he's taken a red eye back to Florida tonight. So uh, they had to politely decline his opportunity to be on the show tonight because he needed to rest. But hopefully we will get Pat Borders on the show this uh, summer. That was really cool to meet him. And I also ran into my next guest, the play-by-play voice for the WHL champion, Edmonton Oil Kings. It's Andrew Peard checking in this evening. Andrew, how are you doing? Doing well, Reed. Uh, you mentioned uh, guys being uh, maybe shortchanged a little bit with their designated celebrity. Well, I felt really bad for my group when uh, when I rolled up there and said, eh, this is what you got. But uh, fortunately, that Ben Scriven showed up and uh, he made the, the afternoon, the morning and the afternoon, uh, a lot of fun. But uh, like you mentioned, a uh, great day at the golf course and uh, big thanks to, to Rogers Sportsnet and uh, the Jays Care Foundation. Well, uh, I, I will agree to, to use the, the baseball analogy. You and I were lower down on the batting order of celebrities. Uh, Ian Herbers was there, Louis DeBrusque, Ben Scrivens, Jeff Delorier, uh, Speck was out there. I think Kyle Brodziak was there. I didn't, I didn't run into him. Uh, Kevin Martin, Karik Martin. I mean, Kevin Martin, the greatest curler of all time. Oh, he's there. So, and then we, we got, 
we got to play as well. Are you a pretty good golfer? Because I know you've listened to me enough over the years that I often lament my incompetence on the golf course. How are you out there? No, I, I'd be about the same. You know, there's there's more bad shots than good shots. Every now and then you, you get a hold of one, but uh, I think I'm staring down about uh, a 20 handicap if I ever to, to try and figure it out. But uh, fortunately for us, uh, we had some big hitters on our team. So, just have to go up and, and whack a few chips close and then maybe make a few putts today. That was that was all that was required, which was appreciated. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, just be- before you and I dive into some of the Oil Kings-related news, I will just give people the headlines once again. Uh, Duncan Keith, news conference tomorrow at Roger's Place. Uh, obviously, will announce his retirement, so uh, we'll have coverage of that on Weathers Now with Bob Stoffer and more on Inside Sports tomorrow night. Evander Kane has given been given permission by the Oilers to talk to other teams ahead of free agency starting on Wednesday, and and I'll get and I'll get your take on on this one, Andrew, because I this because we're talking so much about the goaltenders, um, and, and it's it's first of all it's a trade between Toronto and Ottawa which, you know, always kind of raises some eyebrows because of the provincial rivals. And Matt Murray goes to Toronto along with a couple of draft picks. And Toronto is is basically, um, uh, and Ottawa is going to retain some salary here in this deal, about a quarter of the salary. So it's, it's more and more, I mean, I, I know we're still about 36 hours from free agency, but now we're looking more and more likely that Jack Campbell is going to be on the move and, and very well an Edmonton Oiler in a couple of days. Yeah, I, I like the the idea of Jack Campbell coming to Edmonton. I, I think you get a bona fide goaltender that can give you 50 games at least of, of quality starts in that, and I think that's something that, you know, the Edmonton Oilers since, what, the 2016-17 season when they had Cam Talbot in that, they, they've really been searching for, for that guy that can be just a consistent force in the blue paint. So that's that would bode well for, for the Edmonton Oilers. Obviously, still a lot of time between now and then before uh, that comes to fruition. And the trade today, you know, I like that for Toronto. It's it's kind of a bargain deal for them. But, you know, it's not that long ago that Matt Murray was a Stanley Cup winning goaltender. And um, health has been an issue for him. If he can get healthy uh, and he can back to that form, I mean, he was a, a top goaltender in the National Hockey League for some time. And it's not like he's. Uh, he, he's an older goaltender. He's still got a lot of good years in front of him. But, you know, if he can stay healthy, I, I think this is a, a pretty good move by Kyle Dubas and the, and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, you know, you're, you're, you know, getting Ottawa to, to eat some of the salary, so that makes it a little bit more digestible. But, um, you know, at this time of year, and when you're looking for goaltenders, I mean, they're, they're at a premium right now. you got to find creative ways to go find one. And, you know, hooking up with your provincial rival to, to swing a deal, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it turns out for the Maple Leafs. Matt Murray in the all Canadian division season, uh, his save percentages, his save percentage plummeted to 893 in 27 games. And then the injury riddled campaign last year only played 20 games. So it was back up to 906 on, you know, really uh, not a great team. And he had a couple of really good runs last year for the Senators. So that is an interesting acquisition for the Maple Leafs for sure. An interesting acquisition for the Edmonton Oilers in the draft last week was a player you saw extensively as an opponent for the Oil Kings in the league final, and that's Reed Schaefer from the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, your impressions of this player? Well, I, I think uh, fans of the Edmonton Oilers are, are really going to like what they see out of Reed Schaefer. I mean, first and foremost, he's a local product, so you already like that from, from Spruce Grove. But, you know, he's, he's a big-body player. 
uh, and he knows how to use it. And he's he's a thorn in in the opposition side. He's he's physical every time he's on the ice, and you know he's into it after the whistle, but but playing within the rules of the game. So um, you, you like the discipline side of of the way he's able to be a bit of an agitator out there and uh, a physical force. But you know you pair all of that together with the fact that he's also got uh, a supreme amount of skill in his game. I mean, this is a kid who can finish. He was. Uh, on a goal-scoring tear down the stretch in the WHL season, uh, carried that over into the playoffs. And when you look at the, the Seattle Thunderbirds and their journey to the WHL Championship Series against the Oil Kings, um, it, it came with them having to um, play with their backs up against the wall. And a guy that was a real leader for them when they were down in series, trying to get back into it and eventually winning those series, was Reed Schaefer. Um, he, he scored at critical times. Uh, he made critical plays both offensively and defensively. Uh, for the Seattle Thunderbirds, and, and this is a player whose, whose stock just rose throughout the course of this year, and, um, you know, being a, a late birthday is something that, that certainly helped him, but um, I, I think the Edmonton Oilers, for, you know, it being the last pick of the first round, uh, they got to be really happy with the, the player they're getting in Reed Schaefer. Yeah, and I know, obviously, he's going to go back to Seattle. They're expected to be, well, I mean, to be an early favorite. <laughs> I guess yeah. for next season, very, very early. But he seemed to me, just from watching him, the things I hear about him, and, and we all know what hockey is like or high level of sports. You need players who want the puck on their stick in tense situations and, and also don't mind being the target of the other team's attention. And it seems to me Schaefer has those qualities. Yeah, you're you're absolutely bang on with that, and it's one of those things that it's it's becoming harder and harder to find. And you know, I'll, I'll go back to the physical edge that he plays with. You know, there I was talking to Ben Scrivens actually about it today, where you know he was marveling at you know just because he's working with some some younger hockey players now out at uh, at Vimy, and just the, the skill that all these kids seem to possess. But you know, something that is is maybe lost from from the 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 younger players right now is the ability to play with an edge, to play with the a little snarl in your game and you know a guy like Reed Schaefer has that so that's that's something that's that's at a premium right now in in junior hockey and in pro hockey and I mean we've talked about it at length with you know Vander Kane and how valuable of a member he was for the Edmonton Oilers it wasn't just the goal scoring prowess it was uh, the way he was able to play with an edge and and to intimidate opponents so if you can go and get a player like that I mean you 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 got to be really satisfied with it you know it's it's funny you, you mentioned Reed Schaefer and we talk about uh, the aspects that he brings, and another guy that that comes to mind right now for me is a, a guy on the Edmonton Oil Kings and in Jackson Weed. We really saw him flourish in the playoffs, in the most critical situations. Uh, guys like that, they're so invaluable, and uh, you know it's great to see them finding success. Well, and that leads me well into our, our next discussion point. Andrew Peard from the Edmonton Oil Kings play-by-player joining us, uh, play-by-play chair joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Jackson Weeb gets uh, an invite to Columbus Blue Jackets development camp. Uh, so what? So what do you have to know? Thirteen guys attending camps this week. That's incredible. Yeah, thirteen guys. Jakob Demick would have made it fourteen, but uh, you know he had a really long year. He landed in, in North America in, in September, and then you know through the World Juniors and, and the Edmonton Oil Kings uh, lengthy playoff run to the Memorial Cup. He hadn't been home to Slovakia in about ten months. So uh, the Golden Knights told him, you know what, just stay home. Uh, don't worry about development camp. Get ready for the World Juniors in August, uh, and they'll see him at uh, their main training camp come September. So. Uh, but no, 13 guys in total. 
Uh, seven of them, guys that are already drafted into the National Hockey League, so you expected those. But to see, you know, six undrafted guys get get some looks, and we, we talked about Jackson Weeb down in Columbus, but, you know, Logan Dalhaniak with the Edmonton Oilers, that's really great to see. And, of course, uh, Carter Such, who was supposed to be at the golf tournament today, Reed, but uh, I had to fill in for his spot because he had uh, more important uh, business to attend to down in Vegas at the Golden Knights camp. So, uh, you know, and, and Carter just had a, a fabulous year, you know, through the regular season, but really stepping up in the playoffs. Specifically when, when Dylan Gunther went down, um, you know, he, he really showed what a valuable player he can be. So uh, it's great to see all those guys uh, find their way to uh, development camps. Yeah, Carter, such great story. Uh, he, he talked extensively about coming back from that back injury on Inside Sports about a month ago. And I, I know you texted me after and said he had not shared some of that stuff publicly before. So that was a, that was a really cool interview. And Colby Hay, the goaltender, goes to Florida. So Sebastian Cosa, the first-round draft pick, he's in Wings camp. Now, Hay's an interesting one to me because I, I wondered if he might get drafted in a later round, but he but he didn't. So uh, the, the, the heir apparent to Sebastian Cosa, so he's getting a look with the Panthers this week. Yeah, I, I thought maybe uh, a team in the sixth or the seventh round would, would uh, use a pick on, on Colby. Unfortunately, that didn't happen, but you just look at you know what he possesses just from the the physical side that he's already six foot four at just 17 years old and you know flirting with the, the 200 pound mark so he's he's got some really good size to him and you know he's been the understudy of Sebastian Costa probably the best goaltender in the Western Hockey League uh, the last couple of years so you know I I, I likened it a bit to uh, back in the day when you know Laurent Brassois was already a drafted uh, goaltender and, and he was still the starter with the Edmonton Oil Kings and Tristan Jari saw spot duty behind them but the Pittsburgh Penguins said you know what I, I think there might be something there and they ended up drafting Tristan Jari and you know the the rest is history he's a he's an NHL all-star now but you know for Colby Hay he's, he's got an opportunity to go down to Florida and you know it's got to be pretty cool to get an invite from a guy like Roberto Luongo to uh, to go down to Florida so as a, as a BC guy uh, I think that's a goaltender he looked up to and uh, he'll have uh, Roberto keeping a, a pretty close eye on him down in uh, South Florida. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, it's such a, a great year for the Oil Kings, and it's it's cool that so many kids are now getting an opportunity to ad- advance their careers in, in whatever way possible. Uh, Andrew, thanks for doing this, especially after being up early to uh, to, to golf, and uh, let's let's keep in touch throughout the summer. I, I know you got to get a little downtime, but we want to keep having you on Inside Sports as well, so thanks for letting us bug you tonight. Hey, my pleasure. Anytime you need me, Reed. Right on. That is Andrew Peard uh, checking in tonight, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oil Kings. And, uh, yeah, Carter Such, Josh Williams, Jackson Weep, Simon Kubitschek, Logan Dalhaniuk with the Oilers, and also Colby Hay getting invites to development camps around the NHL, including the uh, players who have already been drafted. Great, great time here for the Edmonton Oil Kings. We appreciate Andrew checking in. You can check in at 780-496-0063. We had G. Roy Simon on the show in the last half hour, the assistant GM of your Edmonton Elks. Uh, discussing the Nick Arbuckle trade and the the injuries and the team just one and four out of the gate to start the season. The Elks this week with Morley Scott is coming up between 7.30 and 8 tonight. The Elks in Montreal on Thursday. It's on 6.30, Ched, 4 p.m. for the countdown to kickoff, 5.30 for the actual kickoff as uh, the Elks will try to get back in the win column. Matt Murray traded to Toronto. That is the headline from the NHL tonight, making it more likely that uh, Jack Campbell going to be signed by the Edmonton Oilers on Wednesday. 780-496-0063 if you want to check in. Back in a couple of minutes.
Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Oh, from the epic tornado movie Twister, Edward Van Halen on the lead guitar for the song Humans Being. I have still not seen Geostorm starring Gerard Butler. I don't think I'm going to bother now. I feel like when, I don't know, a year ago, maybe a little more, we started talking about Geostorm with Gerard Butler. I feel like it was very lukewarm for many of you sending messages about it. So I, Chris Gardner back at the 630 Chad Broadcasting Compound said, Chris, have you seen Geostorm starring Gerard Butler? No, I haven't. Is it based on the book, the the Geo, the coming global superstorm or something? Sure, why not? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Everything's... Those, those are terrifying to me, you know, the, the, the idea of a, of a storm uh, taking over the entire earth. Well, it is science fiction. Remember that, though the best science fiction is grounded in some sort of reality. I went to the uh, new Thor movie Saturday night, Thor Love and Thunder. I will give it a uh, positive review, but it is not as good as Thor Ragnarok, the uh, previous movie, which that's going to be a top three Marvel movie in the current generation of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, as it is called. Uh, 7804960063. If you want to talk sports, uh, Gerard Butler, big storms, or uh, even hockey or football, which are the uh, two primary things we're talking about tonight. So the Elks in Montreal on Thursday. So here's the thing Nick Arbuckle traded. You still got Trey Ford hurt, not available for this game. It's going to be Taylor Cornelius. Remember him as the starting quarterback. It'll be his first game of the season. Went through a similar, you know, situation last year. So, already been here, been there, done that. So, it's nothing new. And just uh, looking forward to the opportunity to go play Montreal. Yeah, tough, uh, tough go for the Elks with all the injuries and especially tough at quarterback. They've had some, uh, well, I was going to say inconsistent play, but I think I can flat out say below average or even poor play for most of the season at quarterback. Offensive lineman David Beard commenting on Cornelius. Halfway through the week of practice, seen great things so far. Uh, love Taylor. He's, he's a great quarterback. Um, looking forward to seeing seeing him get after it on uh, the game. Uh, and truthfully, as a as, as it comes to quarterback skills and abilities and measurables, like he's everything you could ever ask for. Um, he's he's a great big guy with a big arm and got eyes and can move with his feet. So yeah, we're excited to utilize that and we're excited to see him um, get another shot. All right, so that's 5.30 on Thursday, 4 o'clock. Our coverage will start with the countdown to kickoff here on 6.30, Jed, hosted by Brandon Escott. 6 o'clock on Thursday at the Downtown Community Arena is the Billy Morris Cup for the uh, prospects to be going at it at development camp. Uh, Duncan Keith expected to make it official tomorrow morning, and there will be a news conference at Rogers Place. He's expected to announce his retirement, which, uh, as we know, is reported before we went into the weekend. Of Jenny Malkin going to become an unrestricted free agent, and the Oilers have given Evander Kane permission to talk to other teams ahead of free agency on Wednesday. Kevin Weeks says the Oilers offered a three-year contract worth $4.75 million per season. So Matt Murray traded from the Senators to the Maple Leafs tonight. That happened, uh, well, about 55 minutes ago, just as we're into the 6 o'clock news here on 6.30, Chad. So more and more likely that as the dominoes fall, Jack Campbell will be the Oilers' free agent goalie of choice on Wednesday. I put out that poll last week on Twitter with uh, almost 2,000 of you people of the 2,000 of you. Well, I know there's 14 people listening. 2,000 people like you voted in. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, Jack Campbell was the winner. Billy Huso was second. He's now gone to Detroit. 
and uh, Darcy Kemper was actually third in in that poll of the three names I put on there. I, I've just been looking at some stuff, and there are, are more stats than ever when it comes to sports and when it comes to hockey. I think some of them are interesting. I think some of them are uh, uh, stretched a little thin, quite frankly, and uh, some of them I'm, I'm, I'm still sort of on the fence on. But uh, I, I've seen some people posting here about the stat goals saved above average. So this all factors into the quality of the scoring chance, the the ones that you know should have gone in, you expect to go in, the ones that are stopped. So uh, Jack Campbell, minus 2.3 goals saved above average last season. For reference, and I'm uh, going off a tweet here posted by Luke17 at Lukester551. Lukester551, if you're listening, you're a handsome and intelligent man. So uh, he has Igor Shesterkin at 34.1 goals saved above average. Mike Smith, 7.4. And as we know, Smith had pretty awesome stats, especially late in the regular season. Stuart Skinner, very likely to be the Oilers' backup for the upcoming season at 0.9. Koskinen at negative 6.8. And Ilya Samsonov was at minus 12.1. So according to these uh, stats... Uh, Stuart Skinner was actually better at, at, at saving expected goals than Jack Campbell. Now, you can factor in the defense in front of him. How many quality chances was he was he facing in a game? How many games did he play? All that kind of stuff. But that's just interesting because I, I'm seeing some people aren't as high on Jack Campbell. Some people are saying, you know, Matt Murray's actually going to be the better goaltender and help the Leafs. And and then there's the the counter argument to that. Well, Matt Murray, you know, hasn't looked great in Ottawa. What if he can't stay healthy? What does this mean for Toronto? Isn't it fun to speculate at this time of year, everybody? Okay. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.